Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, so we're talking games, movies, TV, but before all of that we are talking stuff from the week, stuff from the week when it was recorded, there'll be uh, all the goings on from that point in time, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some insights. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. And uh, if you do have any spare time, you could consider leaving us a review and let other people know what you think to our podcasts. Right, let's get going. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. How are you doing? You alright? Oh. So, what time of recording? It's summertime. Reminds me of a song. As you can hear, um, I'm struggling with the hay fever. Struggling with the heat. It was uh, it was okay for most of the day. And then it got real oh excuse me, it got real warm in the afternoon. And that's carried through to this evening. Um, I uh, I have been struggling with the hay fever. Oh man! Talked about this before, and I always feel a bit, you know, whatever about it. That for big big chunks of my life I've just not been a fan of the summer um, for most of my life I wasn't a fan of the summer and then there was this whole thing like oh you know you got to see the the ups you got to see the benefits you got to see you know all this you get to go to the beach and you know stuff like that and um, you can do more later night uh, later nights and so on and so forth um, and for for a while there, I tried to embrace it. I tried to, um, I really did try to get on board with the whole ethos. Um, but over the last few years, I've kind of regressed, I think. Um, because there's so much about summer that I can't deal with, I can't do. Um, there's... The hay fever, there's the bugs, there's the heat, there's uh, the, my, having hay fever affects my asthma. Um, it's just, it's just relentless. I've always been, uh, I'm rubbing my eye, which as we all know is a terrible idea. Um... I'm more of a spring or an autumn guy. I used to say I was a winter person. Um, but last winter... Um, I think was particularly brutal. Uh, it lasted a long time. It was very cold. Um, I'm very much the kind of person who likes to be able to put on a jumper or a hoodie or something like that. And wear a pair of sunglasses. 
Um, so the, the hay fever story goes like this. Um, I've always had the same hay fever nasal spray for a good few years now. Um, I was saying to somebody the other day, I think it's like five years, but in hindsight, I think it's actually more than that. Um, it was a, it's one of those things. I don't like to, uh, to sell particular companies. Um, I, I generally work on the principle that I'm not going to badmouth anybody directly. Uh, but I, mm, I try to not big up, uh, too many companies. Um, unless I feel like companies do a particularly good job or whatever. Um, but it was a well-known chemist's own brand, shall we say. Um, and it was, and it worked, it was amazing. Uh, you know, as long as you, as long as you start taking it soon enough, because that's one of the secrets to, to hay fever, start taking your hay fever medication early, build up, build up that supply. Not, not so much supply as a, you know, don't buy like 30 of them. I mean, like build up the amount that's in your body. Um, and then you, then it's smooth sailing as long as you keep taking it. You can ease off towards the back end of the season, just like one spray here or there. Um, I stopped taking tablets because they were affecting my IBS, or at least I believe that was the case. I was a really bad IBS through the summer. Um, and that was that. And then the well-known chemist apparently decided to stop making it. And I'm like... Why? Now I've got to go through the whole... And the worst thing was, I had one from last season, so I'd started using it. I'm like, now I'm going to have to find a different one. It's like, oh, um... So, there is only one in existence that has the same ingredient in it as the one I was previously taking. Um, Obviously, you know more expensive because that's the way the world works but i was like oh, i managed to get a couple on an offer and away we go and i have had the most horrific hay fever this season probably sneezing in the multiple hundreds uh a day um snotty bad chest bad you know, asthma chest from it. Um, the irony being is when I was outside, it was all right. When I'd come inside, it was awful. Um, so there's, there's a very strange concept with hay fever. But when you when you shower, um, it's worse after a shower, all of this sort of stuff. And, I, you know, it affects your mood. And this is the thing, it affects your mood. You just feel grotty and horrible you feel miserable you feel tired you feel irritable and it was getting really bad and i'm like i'm really glad i'm taking this hay fever medication because uh you know it's working real well it's working real nice so leanne looked it up it's like right um it says here Four puffs 
I'm like, I'm taking four puffs. Like, four puffs. Twice a day. I was like, what? It's like, four puffs twice a day. Two puffs up each nostril. Morning and evening. Like, since when has that ever been the case? With with a hay fever nasal spray. Oh, well, that's what it says here. So, because I'm like, the only way it's not working is if I'm only, if I'm not taking enough. Yes, so for what is weeks and going into months, yes, it is It is apparent that I haven't actually been taking enough hay fever medication. <sighs> surprisingly, surprisingly to no one, uh, I changed the amount of hay fever medication I was taking to uh, the <coughs> correct amount. And it seems to be working a lot better. And, uh, yeah, now I just feel really, really silly. (sighs) So, let's talk about diets. Has anybody ever been told or heard the principle about... um, you need to eat more to lose weight. Twice in my existence, I've come across this. Both from um, personal trainers. Um, when I'm like, this is what I'm eating and I'm not losing weight. And their response is, because you're not eating enough. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's that whole... It does make sense. Your body holds on to things. If your body knows it's getting a regular food source, regular calories, it won't hold on to calories. It'll just get rid of them, i.e. you will lose weight. For me, for all of my time, all of my whatever, it's always been, if you want to lose weight, eat less. So the concept and the mentality behind eating more is alien. Um, so this time last week, I was talking about, oh my God, I, you know, I, I keep eating really well and uh, just keep putting on loads of weight. That's my impression of me. That's what I sound like to me. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what I was saying this time last week. Can't work out what's going on. Um I don't know if I if I was very explicit about this, but last Monday, Monday's day I get weighed. Last Monday was it was heartbreaking. There was there was the potential for a little cry, but on the flip side, it was also quite. Um, I'm not sure if invigorating is the right word, and I was like, Do you know what? Sod this for a bucket of chips. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do two things. Number one, I'm going to start eating more. And number two, what I'm going to eat more of is protein. So here was the thinking. The thinking was, if I eat more and I don't lose weight, then I can say to all the people, like, you need to eat more. It doesn't work. There we go. Uh, you know, 
I, I, I worked on the scientific principle, test it to prove it kind of thing. <sighs> Number two, in theory, running, working out, working out like an absolute madman. Protein was the answer to try and see some sort of difference from the sheer amount of working out. So it was kind of a... I'm not going to lie. There was, a, there was a big part of me that wanted the whole thing to fail. Just so that I could say, no, 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 it doesn't work. There was the part of me that was like, however, on the other hand, if it does work, great. Finally, I'll have, I'll have you know, found the cheat code or whatever. So, day one, I'm like, let's have some eggs. Um, now, when I was younger, I had a um, an allergy to dairy. So, I can't eat a lot of dairy. I can't consume a lot of dairy um, a lot of the time. For example, I could have eggs on a Monday and on a Tuesday probably shouldn't have them on a Wednesday. Uh, I think I've talked pre uh, previously about whey protein, and whey protein is, uh, you know, it's a derivative of, of, of dairy. Um, I used to have to intersperse whey protein with vegan protein, just because if I had that much sort of dairy-based stuff, it was really bad for my skin and other things. So... I think the first day I had um, like scrambled eggs. Just did a bowl of scrambled eggs. I ate it for breakfast. I don't. I don't eat breakfast as a rule. I was like, yeah, there we go. I ate, and I ate protein, and it's all going to go wrong. Um, day two. So I think there's a possibility that day two, I also had eggs, and this is what I'm talking about. I can have eggs, but not. Uh, you know, too many times. Day three, I think I made. Uh, day three, I think I had some like, um, like what I would call like breakfast crackers. You know, the like the two pieces with like uh, uh, like sultanas in between. I had some of those for breakfast. Not exactly protein. But I think I had a bit of a. I was on. I was in a hurry for some reason. Uh, day four sausages sausages for breakfast with cheese if you can believe that uh, day five eggs um, I think by the time I got to Sunday Sunday is a day that no matter what's going on and I've been talking negatively about intermittent fasting recently no matter what's going on because Saturday night is cheat meal I don't generally eat Sunday until the evening. So, Sunday, no breakfast, no lunch, get to the evening, have some tea, nom 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 nom. So, Monday, we get to Monday. So what do you think? Here are your options. Option number one, lost weight. Option number two, put weight on. 
Option number three stayed the same. <sighs> of course I lost weight. And we're not talking a pound. We're not talking a couple of pounds. Three pounds. Now, through my entire sort of weight loss journey, the ups, the downs, the roller coaster that it is, my upper end of the scale goal has always been to lose three pounds a week. This is the first time, and I think I'm going, in fact, let me just check before I say this. I can check because I've got it all written down. Uh, da, 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 real quick check-in, real quick. Da, 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 da. So, this is the first time this year that I have lost three pounds in a week. What does this mean, I hear you ask? What this means is possibilities. Possibilities are it was a blip. Likelihood. Hmm. Now, I will say this. I did make changes in other areas. I cut out... Um, uh, I probably cut out 400 calories a day. Now... To some people, they're like, well, it's not not mass amounts per hour a day, blah, 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 blah. Other people are like, uh, you cut out 400 calories a day and you lost weight. I wonder what happened there. So there is that. You know, I'm not, I'm not naive too much. But, might be on something. I'm going to stick with the protein aspect, the protein element. Um, weirdly, I started eating more protein. And my, um, what I've basically had through this whole process is very little muscle ache. Um, in hindsight, looking back now, hindsight's twenty twenty. looking back now, I'm starting to think that the reason I've had no muscle ache is because I wasn't eating enough. I certainly wasn't eating enough protein. Started eating protein, and the muscle ache I started experiencing went through the roof. Did an arm day. And then couldn't lift my arms properly for nearly three days afterwards. So something's going on. I'll tell you this much, I'm absolutely prepared to give this the time that it needs. Um, and we'll we'll just see where it goes, you know. Ultimately, you know I'm going to update you guys with what's going on. So stay tuned for that. Any long-time listeners remember, uh, it was a year, probably 18 months ago, I was absolutely terrified that I'd got scammed. Uh, and, and there was this thing about the fact that I'd been scammed. Um, it was probably more of a, I don't, even, I don't even know if I can say this, but like a light scam um, basically someone got older, some, some nefarious people got older my email address, uh, through, uh, faults of my own, and, uh, I had to deal with that for quite some time, and there was little bits here and there, and that was that. What day was it? Friday, maybe? 
Friday, maybe. Maybe Friday. I get two text messages back to back. I don't get a lot of text messages. So to get them Friday evening, I was like, oh, what's this? One was from my bank. Uh, Just to let you know, there's been some suspicious activity on your account. This is the same bank that, I don't know, a month, six weeks ago, sent me a letter out of the blue with a bank card attached to it saying, uh, we've done a a search or a survey or, or a whatever search of our system, and we found that your account, namely your card, could possibly be at risk from fraudulent activity, so we've sent you a new one. And I actually questioned whether that was fraudulent activity. I was like, is this the scam? Have they sent a card that's not really from my bank? Are are they that, you know, are they that good these days? Did some digging, did some investigating, and uh, it was actually from my bank. I'm like, oh, well, that's fun. Fast forward to uh, last Friday. There's been some suspicious activity on your account. Please go and look at the last three transactions and confirm whether you have made the uh, transactions. So... We will text you from a different number. I was like, is this a scam? Because it says it's come from a bank. But is this a scam? All of the transactions, I was like, I have not made two of the three transactions. So rather than dealing with these text messages, I was like, look, I need to know for sure. So I went through to my bank. I'm like... Um, I've had these text messages. I'm not sure if they're legit. Can you confirm that they're legit? They're like, yes, you need to speak to us. So they're like, uh, please confirm these details. I was like, yep. They're like, you have been flagged as having fraudulent activity on your account, on your card. Can you confirm or deny whether you've made these transactions? I was like, I made one of the transactions. The other two, I have not. They were like, right, it's fine because we've already stopped them, so they haven't gone from your from your bank. Uh, do you think the transaction you made could be connected to third party, basically like selling your info to fraudsters? I was like, I bloody well hope not. They were like, right, okay, well, uh, <laughs> we're going to block your account. I was like, cool. So you can't use your card, you can't use your online banking, you can't use your, you know, paying on your phone. Uh, You can only get cash out if you go into a branch and text my D and so on and so forth. All this, we'll send you a new card out, probably take a week. Oh. Okay then. And since then, every single aspect of my life it revolves around me going, oh, well, just go and... Oh, I can't do that because I can't use my phone to pay for stuff. Oh, I need to order that thing from Amazon. Can't do that because my account is blocked. Um, oh, I'll tell you something. It's, uh, it's warm. I really need a coffee. I'll just run and get a... Oh, yeah. I can't do that. Because my account's blocked. 
So the bank that told me I was at risk and they needed to send me a new card and they sent me a new card and I used that card for a very short space of time is now telling me that they need to send me a new card. So there's that. Not wanting to date the podcast. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why it's a thing. It's because it takes weeks to come out. But uh, not wanting to date the podcast, I guess. Today's Monday. Yesterday was Sunday. More importantly, yesterday was Father's Day. Um, I had the fantastic opportunity to spend uh, the day with all of my children. Um, it was this real sort of mixed bag. Um, there was a thing about we were going to go swimming. We're into the swimming at the moment. Um, however, two of my three children have colds uh, and didn't think going swimming was going to be the thing to uh, to make their colds any better. So it was very much a, you know, come home, do gifts. I had some lovely gifts. Um, uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to say anything, but I thought they were maybe a bit expensive. Um, which, you know, very generous. Um, I kind of felt sorry for, um, <laughs> I kind of felt a bit sorry for Leanne, really. I was like, whew. Um, but, you know. Some nice homemade cards, some nice messages <laughs> in my cards. Uh, my eldest wrote a uh, a Top Gun quote. Ah, so proud. Uh, my eldest wrote a Top Gun quote. Uh, my youngest uh, wrote um, that I am the best fighter because we uh, we do a lot of play fighting. You know, literally seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, Daddy, shall we fight? Mm, we could also sleep. That'd be amazing. And she basically like drops out of the air onto my chest. Um, and my middle daughter made me a card. drew me a picture of me. At least I think it's me. Um, love time. Now here's the thing. There's a big part of me that wants to complain heavily, heavily about Father's Day. Um, I'm telling Porkies. We went for a coffee, first thing. Went for a coffee, came back, did presents, cards and things. Got some lunch. Um... Went to uh, went to a gym, which I'll talk about literally momentarily, and uh, watched film in the afternoon. Uh, at least say we watched film in the afternoon. They watched film in the afternoon. Me and uh, Leanne were moving things uh, out of the garage again. I'll talk about that in a second. Do you know? You know what? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to leave it. Why is it when it's Father's Day, it's never about what what you want to do as a father? Why is it about what everyone else wants to do? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking. And you know something? I know that this is universal. 
because I spoke to two of the fathers who were saying exactly the same thing. And then the source of all knowledge, Instagram, was awash of all this stuff talking about, like, you know, it may be Father's Day, but I'm the one, you know, running the barbecue. Stuff like that. I did see a very funny one that was barbecue related, but the words used were probably not suitable for the podcast. Um, like I said, could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it, but it's probably worth a separate podcast and it's probably not worth the grief. Um, so remember that podcast studio that I was going to get built that was going to start in March and I complained at length about it last, uh, last week and probably for many weeks beforehand. Building work was supposed to start today. A skip was supposed to turn up last Thursday, Friday. So no, no skip. Uh, I went. Part of me feels. I was going to say part of me feels like I took the dog out, but no, I think I just. I think I just took the youngest to nursery. Sorry, preschool. Um. Came back, no sign of anybody, as you'd expect, and uh, I was like, right, I'm going to go for a run, and I opened the front door, and there was a van, and a man, and a man, and a van, I was like, huh? I was like, morning, I was like, um, supposed to be a skip here? before nine o'clock and uh we've come to get started on your garage i was like oh okay cool like do you want me to move the car yeah if you could that'd be great so after all this time all this waiting and other things it's begun the garage has no roof because the the gentlemen that turned up today were roofers it was their job to remove the roof. They are going to return at some point and reapply the roof. So, in a lot of ways, we're underway. I went off for a run, left them to it, came back. I was like, I'm going to take the dog for a walk. Uh, we had a wander around the field. And uh, I was <laughs> I was walking around the field. And at one point, I was just laughing hysterically to myself. Because all that could be heard, like, 150 yards away from where I was, was banging and crashing and soaring and and all sorts. And I was like, my neighbours will love that. And I mean, love that. I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I, I like living where I live. There's a lot of... There is a lot of pros to living here. Um, I've lived in some terrible places and I've lived in some nice places. And this is one of the nice ones, Touchwood. Um, but one of the reasons that I enjoy living where I do is because of the predictability of the surrounding people shall we say 
my neighbours are very predictable, is what I'm is what I'm getting at. And the moment something biggish happens, I can correctly predict almost down to the neighbour who's going to do what. And uh, so far, haven't been disappointed. Let's say that. Um, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? There's supposed to be um, a, a, a bricky, a bricklayer coming tomorrow. <laughs> who knows if that's going to happen? Um, so, work on the uh, on, work on the garage on the house, however you want to word it, has started, which meant that yesterday the gym had to be broken down. And moved out of the garage. Now I know what you're saying. Hang on a minute. Didn't you say that you went to a gym? I did. I went to a gym. And I went to a gym for almost the reason that you probably imagine it would be. After two and a half years-ish. Two and a quarter years. However you want to look at it. I have signed up to go back to a gym. It was a very nervous time for me, um, especially when I, I thought they're, they're like, you have to do an induction. Like, really? I've been a member of this gym twice now. Oh, yeah, but you got to do an induction. Okay. Like, you can do it now if you want. Like, yes. Yes, let's do it now. So you go, and the guy who's showing you around is like, I'm like, am I old enough to be your dad? Um, yes, I think I am. I guess. Let's face it, if he was like, you know, over 16, definitely old enough to be his dad. No, wait, the other way around. Anyway. Um, so there's that, and then you go in, and it's like, uh, look at these people. They're so young, so thin. Uh um, the gym in question, like I said, I have been a member of this gym in, in passing previously, twice. Um, it would not be my first choice. However, A, they had an offer on. B, it's very close. C, I can, I can cancel after X amount of time and, you know, don't have to pay the rest of the contract. Uh, so I was a bit like, ah, oh, sod it. So I signed up and I went and looked around and I was like, right, cool. Just tell me when, when I can come that I don't have to deal with too many people and uh, I'll be here. So I went to the gym today and had that horrible experience of going to the gym and was like, uh, all these people are looking at me and they all think I'm fat and they all wonder why I'm here and they all think I should be at home eating a pizza and they all think that I'm going to die on the treadmill and they all think that I'm, I'm too sweaty and they all think that I'm lifting, the, the, the weights I'm lifting are too light and, oh, did I bring my own towel? Oh, am I asthmatic? Oh, did I mention that I'm fat? You know. For about, oh, I don't know, an hour. And then I came home. Was one of those things, though. <laughs> the gym in question has other facilities. It has a swimming pool and it has a sauna. And when I came down from the gym, I was like, I really, I really, really, really want to go and get in the sauna. Um, 
But, you know, I didn't. I wanted to. I didn't have anything to wear. So there we go. That is a lot to go through on the week. So let's talk some other stuff. Going to be a bit of a, a mixture of stuff here. Um, I have nearly, but not quite, finished uh, the second series of The Boys. Uh, I've watched episode six, seven, and and half of episode eight, which is the last episode, I believe. Um, I don't know what to really tell you about this. Um, I feel that I may have been just overly harsh um, originally. Uh, I I don't know I don't know why that was. Um, I, I honestly can't really put a finger on why I was the way I was about it. Uh, I, I'm really glad I've gone back to it. I have enjoyed it. Uh, it's been interesting. It's been enjoyable. It's been it's been good. I'm looking forward to sort of finishing this series because I know that the third series has started, uh, and I think it's a good few episodes in because I think they they released the first. I'm going to say the first two straight away, and then they've been weekly. And I'm sure I saw the other day that they've had, they're up to like episode five or something. So they'll be nearly done for the series. I know they've been renewed for at least another, if not another, two series. I have a feeling four and five were announced. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been enjoyable. Um... There was something I was going to talk about. I might have talked about it last week. Something I was going to talk about, but it's like, it's really full of spoilers. I think I talked about it last week. Uh, go back and check last week. And if I didn't talk about it, send me, uh, hit me up and I'll talk about it. Um, I've got one of those situations. Last week I talked about my uh, my children watching uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Uh, and from what I saw of it, it was really good and it was really enjoyable. I was like, this is a great film. Um, I felt a bit of a kinship with it for various different reasons. You know, there's, it's very much a father-daughter relationship heavy. Um, and it encompassed a lot of my fears when it comes to a lot of my children. Um, and just sort of losing touch with them. Um you know, their lives start going in one direction and you're, I suppose, fighting against it. Um, so, last week I was like, oh, we didn't finish it and I'll, I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated uh, when we finish it. We didn't finish it. They did. I was like, oh, do you want to watch the rest of your movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch the rest of the film. I want to watch the rest of the film. Okay, pop it on. I'm pretty sure I went and made tea. I didn't see nearly any of it. I did see one bit. Uh, and there was a bit that had a song. And I, So, bear with me. Um, I, I think it might have been a Rihanna song. I think. And I turned to my elders and I was like, oh, would you believe me if I told you that I love this song? And she was like, what? I was like, I love this song. And that's a super long story about how that song has actually been in another film. Um, and, and in the other film, 
uh, the, it, at a point in time, it was like my favorite film. Um, it was in that. It was in the Hangover, um, and then um, it was all all the various things that happened at once that ultimately ended up the ended up with me going to Vegas and uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, but it all loops back to me going. I love this song. <laughs> my my eldest was like, "What?" Like, yeah, I love this song, and I've been singing it ever since. Um. So unfortunately, I can't give you a full review. I am a little bit in the camp of, oh, would you watch that again? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely watch that again. Cool. Soon? Because I kind of want to know what happens at the end. Anywho, uh, me and Leon watched uh, watched the film. Um, one of those things that we're going to watch Goodfellas, um, Leon can't do anything over about an hour and a half at the moment uh, and goodfellas is two and a half hours uh she was like oh it'd just be lost on me anyway i was like well let's watch something else then so we went through a lot of possibilities i'm landing on a film we've already watched and i've already reviewed but i'm going to talk about it again very briefly we watched suicide squad now i think you have to say the 2020 or 2021, maybe, version of Suicide Squad. Uh, and I think the other version is called the 2016 Suicide Squad. We watched it because, I said, any film like that, this includes the 2016 version of the Suicide Squad. Where you watch it and you go, this is one of the worst films I've ever seen. I truly believe that you should give it some time and you should watch it again. Now, when we watched 2021 Suicide Squad, we reviewed it as such. I said, it was okay. And Leanne said, that was rubbish. So I said, so I was like, we should watch it again to see if our opinions have changed. So, here it goes. Review number two for Suicide Squad 2021. It was okay. Um, I thought it was better the second time round. I enjoyed it more the second time round. But watching it again made me realise what the actual issue is with that film. The issue is, is that it starts really strong. And I mean really strong. It's got a real strong start. It's funny. It's action-packed got great characters it's got everything you want watching it this time though they're watching it for a second time i was like start this film reeks of deadpool 2 i'm just gonna leave that on the table and you can decide what i'm referring to starts real strong starts real strong and then it sags so heavily in the middle that by the time it picks up again at the back end, you've actually lost that much interest that you don't care anymore. And, and it does, it does pick up at the back end. It does get, you know, it gets back to the action, it gets back to the 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 comedy, it gets back to all the things that make the beginning great. But because it <coughs> sags so much in the middle, it slows down 
massively. It does a lot of character backstory. It gets real slow. You really stop caring about the characters because you just feel like the whole film is dragging its ass. By the time it picks up again at the back end, you don't care. And I was watching it, I was like, I really wish they'd have done something more with this middle bit. Punched it up. Dialed it up a touch. It's at a seven. And you need it at like a nine. And I was like, you know, you don't need it to be action, 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 action. You just need it to be a bit more interesting. Um, I actually spent the time in the middle of the film trying to name all of the people in Suicide Squad 2021 that have been in the Marvel Universe. There was a lot. Um, If you've never seen it, I would recommend watching it. If you've seen it previously and you didn't like it, I would say give it another go. Because even if you didn't like it the first time, you might not hate it the second time. Um, but yeah, I, I, could, I could kind of put a bit more of a finger on why it, it wasn't fully gr- a good film. Why it wasn't fully great. Um, computer game wise, still employing away at the VR. Uh, I said previously, I didn't exactly pick the best time, uh, best time of year to get back into playing VR. It gets super warm, um, which doesn't make any playing experience all that great. Saw this evening that there'd been an update for Pistol Whip, which I downloaded, um, but then it was, it was like a challenge mode. I think it's called Contracts. Uh, and you do the levels and you've got a challenge that you've got to complete. We can't have any modifiers. And unfortunately for me, I've become very heavily dependent on the modifiers. So I didn't even bother trying it. Instead, I tried levels that I've not tried in arcade mode, but I have played in campaign mode. They are hard. Although I do play it on hard if, uh, if that's any consolation. Um, played a couple of other bits and bobs. Uh, I had a problem when I moved. I was trying to get the uh, PC VR up and running, and I plugged in the cable for it, and it attempted to murder my PC, like actually kill it with fire in multiple different ways. And in the end, I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. So I, I kind of took a step away from that. Uh, it is a little concerning because I'm kind of in that. Does that mean I can't play PC VR at all? Um, when I get a minute, I'm going to uh, look into it a little bit more. Um, but at this point in time, I am kind of just stuck with uh, with the Quest rather than the PC VR stuff. Um, something that's happened recently is Microsoft decided to do um, PC Game Pass for a pound. I mentioned it to Sam. I was like, hey, PC Game Pass for a pound for three months. That's absolute insanity. And I'm sure it has nothing to do with PlayStation releasing releasing their version uh, this week. But hey, 
PC, Xbox Game Pass, Ultimate, whatever it's called, for a pound for three months. Uh, that night, I got home, and I think I was looking for something on the Xbox, and uh, on the main screen, get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, whatever the hell it's called, for a pound for three months. I was like, that is an absolute no-brainer. Uh, paid my one pound and got three months worth of Game Pass. So I've been playing some bits and pieces here and there. Few things more than others. Um, downloaded and played a game called Carrion, which was described to me as you basically play as John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, it's indie, it's uh, 2D, kind of a little bit platformy. Reminds me in some ways of Flashback. Uh, but you basically play a monster, like a little blobby thing that can um, eat people and doors and stuff. You get bigger when you eat things. The more you go through the levels, you can um, like capture areas, like basically save the game. It was all going well. It was all going swimmingly until the humans started shooting. And if they shoot you, you die. Um, and I was a bit like, uh it, it sounds weird, but I didn't want that element in the game. I didn't want it to have that. And I was like, ugh, lame. So I gave it a bit of a miss after that. Um, one of those, oh, I'll go back to that, whereas you secretly know that you won't. Something that I have played a lot of um, with the ability of cloud gaming, which you can do through Game Pass now, uh, big, big games, you can actually just stream them. Uh, one of the big games out there at the moment, I think it's 131 gig, uh, is, uh, is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now, I was mildly interested in this game for a while not enough to pay full whack for Game Pass, and certainly not enough to buy it. But it was something that interests me. I love, I love flying games. I love, you know, um, when you're bordering on like proper full blown simulators, I'm not as interested. Um, basically, I like Ace Combat. When it's free, however, and you can play it through cloud gaming, I'm like, hmm, I'm more interested. Then recently, they have released. Uh, a DLC for it, which is the Maverick DLC. So, in honour of Top Gun Maverick, they've released the Maverick DLC. And if you've got it on Game Pass, you get it for free. So I was like, uh, sold. Downloaded that, downloaded the Maverick stuff. Apparently you can get a, uh, one of the Pelicans from Halo, which I, I thought I downloaded, but I can't seem to find it in the game. Honestly, the Maverick stuff is a lot, a lot of fun. Um, there's basically a lot of missions. You've got to do some training. You've got to learn how to take off. You've got to learn how to do some maneuvers. There's like three training things you need to do. Job done. Then you've got a lot of the flying through the canyon stuff. You want to be as low as possible without crashing. There's loads of those. But the real interesting ones, there's two. One is land a plane on an aircraft carrier. Now, in every game previously where it's had this as an option, I have loved it. 
However, in this, I can't do it. I have tried it multiple times and I can't do it. Um, however, there is another mission and it's the Dark Star, which is the um, the fictional plane that's in Maverick. Uh, and you have to uh, take off from one side of America, fly into the stratosphere, and then land at Cape Canaveral. Um, and again, took multiple attempts until I also realised, having tried multiple times, that it says it's a 35-minute flight time and that's real time uh the first day i was playing it i I crashed before getting the plane off the ground i stressed the plane too much and it basically blew up in the air all this sort of stuff and i kind of had to leave it in the end however the second day uh i managed to get basically to cape canaveral and then i crashed and i'm like I've just spent 40 minutes doing this and you're telling me I've got to do it all again because when I'd done it previously if you don't if you don't get far enough you have to start again it was a little annoying however when it loaded you were just having to do the descent into Cape Canaveral and land took me 10 15 attempts at that and when I actually quote-unquote did it quote-unquote achieved it I mean, it was loose. I didn't even land on the freaking runway, but they still gave me it. Uh, Took me 56 minutes in the end. I felt it was an achievement and also what I don't know what the opposite of an achievement is, but it also felt like that as well. Um, But that game's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying the Maverick DLC. Uh, a game that's come out recently, and a game that I have downloaded because it's uh, free on Game Pass. You know, you get these day one games. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Done to mimic the um, what late 80s, early 90s uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade games. And it is... Yeah, I mean, they have really hit this one right nail on the head. I'm pretty sure that you have the opportunity to have it in, like, six-player, which I presume is, like, uh, online. You know, you could only have four in the same room, I presume. So you'd have to go online with it. Um, Side-scrolling beat-em-up. Uh, I had a go on it. I played it. I played as Michelangelo, who was always my favourite turtle. Uh, I think you can have all four turtles: uh, Splinter, April O'Neil. I would have thought that Casey Jones would have been an option, but now I think about it, I don't know if I saw him. Um, and I suppose those six characters was, would account for the six character slots. It was fun. It was good. I did the first like couple of levels. It was good fun. Um, and a game that I've been kind of wanting to play again. I've been playing a lot of like 360 era stuff recently. Uh, but a game that I, I, I did really want to play again uh, and started again last night was uh, Dante's Inferno. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Dante's Inferno. It was very much a, uh, a hack and slash 
back in the days when I uh, really enjoyed hack and slash games. Not that I don't uh, now. I still enjoy a good hack and slash. Again, downloaded it, installed it, blah, 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 and did the first uh, couple of missions, couple of levels, however you want to look at it, last night. Uh, probably be going back to that. Uh, played a little bit of Halo Infinite, is it? The recent one. Uh, it, it struggles with the same problem that Doom Eternal had, which was why have an easy if it's still going to be hard as balls. And really, it just did my nutting, because I was like, there is no need for this. Um, again, possibly might go back to that. We shall see. That's it. That is the end. That is all that she wrote. That is the podcast. Um, there we go. I'll catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another one gone. Big thank you for listening along. Big thank you for uh, watching, checking us out as a whole. Uh, if you're a subscriber, a big thank you to you. Big high five. Uh, you can become a subscriber by clicking the subscribe button. Do like, share and comment wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave any reviews that you might feel inclined to do. And uh, yeah, let's get those podcasts out there. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.